Welcome back to Showtime with Dan, and now we have my incredible guest, a very talented lady called Miss Pamela Ashton. Hello, Pamela. Hi, guys. You all right, Dan? Yeah. Okay, welcome to Showtime with Dan. I've been trying to get you on for a while. You're one of, uh, you're one of the actresses I look up to. Oh. So this is another thing. Actress or actor? Oh, I always say actress. Yeah, for years, because there's a, yeah. there's a thing, isn't there? You call people actor, you call yeah. people actress, and they go, no, it's just actor. But I just think... Well, exactly. I mean, for years I always wanted to be an actress, and then suddenly I get to that point I can call myself an actress, and they take it away, and I thought, no, 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 I'm an actress. <laughs> yeah, so it's an actress. Well, you are, you are a very talented oh. actress. Um, I've had the pleasure of seeing you in a number of things, yes. and you, you, your star does shine bright. Oh. So, for me, tell my listeners who you are, people who don't already know you. Right, well, I'm Pamela Actress, Pamela, Pamela Ashton, an actress. Um, tend to do comedy, but I've been doing a lot of dark drama recently as well, as well as TV and theatre. Yeah. Um, I sort of fell into it quite a few years ago by accident, like uh, I was doing like a tick box. Yeah. I mean, I've been mo done marketing, that was my profession. So that's what you was into after school and you did Yeah, yeah, got my degree, and everything, yeah. that's it, so that's what I did. So I wanted to do a bit of comedy in with my presentations, so I thought, well, let's try a little bit of a workshop. I enjoyed it. Then I thought, well, let's try a little bit of acting. So I started moving in, a few workshops, act for TV, started getting some work, and then I just loved it. Really loved it. it so that's how you fell in. So you got into the. So that follows up to my other. So you started off in marketing. Yeah. And then why now is your main career? Why acting? Um, it's just the buzz you get from it. Yeah. You just just thrive. And the passion. It. Oh, it's it's so true. I say, I mean, I'll travel up and down to London, and it's not a problem. Yeah. I'll go all places, I work for free. It's just it's just that thrill you get sometimes, especially you get a thrill from on stage more so. Yeah, the buzz. That, that, the, that buzz yeah. is there. The and, and it's like no other buzz. Oh, it? exactly. Yeah. There's nothing else that compares to it. I mean, I still enjoy TV. It's not the same buzz, but you get a lot of... Um, Lots of stories you can tell, and it's that camaraderie, and it's quite surreal at times. That that's the type of thing I thought. This is my job. I mean, I get to the point now. I get paid, but you can't really, you know, it's it's you paid to have such fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those. I mean, you are one of the most hardest working actresses oh. that that I know, and I've got the pleasure of calling you a friend. Yes. Um, you're everywhere, and rightly so. You should be everywhere. I said in a previous podcast, I did a review of one of your shows, and I said if anyone gets the chance to see Pamela Ashton oh. uh, after seeing Mrs. Satan and, and Mrs. Smith, Smith, yeah, incredible, and that's on again, isn't it? In it November. is, yeah, the castle on the first November. Yeah, yeah, the castle. So you've changed your venue because it's at Renshaw Street originally. That's right. Yeah. So the first of November at the castle, and is that tickets available now? Tickets are actually live now. Yes. And that's amazing. So, as I said, you are one of the most hard-working actresses. What? What what for you like so you so you did your marketing and yeah. then you did your comedy then you went into workshops and things like that is that how you got started is that is that um, it, it did you just go to lots of acting classes or yeah is the talent what... naturally within you well I like to think it is yeah, yeah well, of course yeah. it is yeah <laughs> it's like um, so you go to the acting classes and they give you confidence they, to help, actually... and they, they help you hone the skills oh, they do they they put you in the right direction they because you. It, you like when you first start, you're like, I can't really do this, I've never had training. Yeah. But then they say, Well, actually, it's raw talent, they want real people. Now. And you have got raw talent, oh, thank you, you have got raw talent. Well, it, it, and it's finding out because there's issues like trying to find out what's your playing age and what's your actual accent. I didn't even know what my accent was, apparently, it's Wirral Cheshire. <laughs> I see, yeah, 
that's it. Because someone's oh, it's my own chest. Okay, and what's my playing age? And then you see them go, oh, um, well, we're not too sure. On that yeah, one. yeah. Right. So I had to work that one out. So there's all these little things that my yeah. listeners don't realise when they when they go into it. All these different factors, really, that that your playing age and yeah. your stage name and all those things. That's it. It's signing up because then it's the all of the pros and cons of being able to get onto Spotlight, joining Equity, then whether or not you do IMDb Pro. It's another yeah. one issues social media and all these cost money as well oh these... exactly workshops cost money yeah. act for tv your transport and stuff which is why uh, one of the tips i would give is do free work yeah and i think it will get back to that later on and I, I think it is important to do free work especially with quality people who's yes. going to give you the experience and free work people turn the no- professionals sometimes turn their nose upon it but if you're working with somebody else who's got a passion and you're going to get something good out of it personally and professionally yeah then is it free well do you get what i mean if you're if you're taking something from it is it free really well then what how i look at it sometimes is what i would pay for going to a class and some of these classes again are really good some aren't it depends it's quite lucky yeah yeah exactly yeah so if you're doing this this work you sort of you keep yourself fresh, up to date, and you learn it, and then also you'll be able to see how you look on screen. Because a lot of the time you can have, and then again with theatre, it's not just the screen, how you are on the theatre, local theatre, fringe theatre, and it's always how the contacts you can make, you can try something there, you can experiment yourself then. Yeah, of course, and with it being free, obviously you want to do the best job, but there's less pressure as well, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so would you say, so you left your marketing, um, to be a full, fully fledged actress. Yes. yes. Uh, would you say the training that you, because you have got a raw talent, did you say the training is important? Because because a lot of people now uh, are casting people who haven't had any training. If you look at the movies and the big stage shows, I went to see uh, a production um, in London uh, mm-hmm. the other day, and it was the it, this guy, right place, right time, auditioned, had no acting experience, and he's nominated for Olivier Award. Yeah. Yeah, because this is what's happening a lot of time because the, the, the sort of say at some of these schools are sort of trained in a set manner. So it's, it's like some sort of conveyor belt of all these exactly. actors yeah. sort of turned out. So if it's going into like Shakespeare, okay, maybe fair enough, this is what you type of thing, the school they More need classical. Someone. That's it's different styling, yeah. but because of the films and TV programs, they want more uh, regional accents nowadays, not just more realism. Yeah, that's it, and it's people who have that natural flair. That's why they will audition you to see if you are more like the character rather than have an actor in who will act the character. They want someone who's real. Yeah, to f- who, yeah, exactly. Who's real and who people can relate to. Yeah, which and I think. There's no amount of training that can get you that that relatability with, no. with the camera or on stage. That's it. You either have it or you don't have it. And yeah. I, I completely yeah. agree with that. And we've worked yeah. with many people, and it is the case you either have it or you don't have it. And I also say to to my uh, to people, my listeners and people coming up, I always say to them when you go to auditions and things like that, don't be disheartened if you don't get it. Because it's not that it's you, it's that that you're not right for them, for yeah. that character. That's it. So take it on board, take it as an experience and go on to your next one. Because I, I get a lot of comments of people going on auditions and then feeling, um, not feeling very good about themselves when they come out because they didn't get the part. But I always reiterate, it's not you. When somebody, I'm writing a play at the moment and I already know what kind of person I want to play yeah. it. 
Yeah, you yeah. have a vision. Have the a vision. director has this vision, and hopefully you match that vision. Yeah. And that's why when I go to audition, sometimes they'll give you a little brief of what they want the character. And I find now I have more confidence, I sort of do my own interpretation, and hopefully it's the wild card, because if I'm trying to act another part that then it's going to look like I'm acting. So I'll come in, they've obviously something about me that they've liked, whether it's my hair, my height, age or something like that. Yeah. So come in and then I'll do my interpretation. I don't go off the grid. You know, no, no, but I step. think that's really interesting you should say that. Yeah. yeah, because it's worked a few times because if I'm more natural, then they'll think they'll like it or they don't like it and they could bring you in as a wild card. That's happened on a couple of yeah. occasions. And the thing is as well, it shows like say you've been sent the sides already, so yeah. you, you get a feel, and it shows that you're interested in the character. You've already started forming this character. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really interesting way to look at auditions, really. So trying to go into the audition with, with a character already in mind, what yeah. they might be looking for. A backstory. You have a your backstory. own backstory yeah. of how you feel that that character is, and then it's convincing, it's more natural. And there's times I've not got... The, the that particular audition I've not got it but then they've come back in touch with me a bit later and thought actually we remember you from that audition we think you'd be perfect for this so always it's not just about that job they remember 100%. all the time everybody yeah, yeah yeah so they might hear that you might not be good for that job yeah. but for the next job they're like do you remember that Pamela who came in yeah exactly. and that's happened with me that's yeah. happened with me okay so your first so you left marketing You've been, you, you, you decided you like the comedy and, and, and you like the acting side of everything. What was your first thing that you did? The first main thing I sort of did was um, Peaky Blinders. So that, so coming out from your job and everything, you auditioned and you got Peaky Blinders. So that's the main one. The thing that before that then straight away was um, Shameless. Shameless. Yes. Um, and what did you play on Shameless? Uh, a Chavy Street resident. Oh. I had my first actual um, words on TV, um, and it was fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> few other words in between, and then a few more fuck off. Yeah, that's it. But obviously in a Scouser accent. Yeah, of yeah. course, of yeah. course. Well, what a great break into television. <laughs> yeah, it was great. My mum was really proud. <laughs> yeah, well, I would have been as well. That, that didn't, and Shameless was such a great show. Oh, it was and did you make contacts from Shameless? Was that how you got Peaky Blinders, or was it a completely different entity? Completely different entity. I mean, I did work with No Offence for a while on with that one, which is Manchester. That was connected to Shameless. But you find it's a very small world, the ADs. They will move around from different ones. You come across them and they will bring you back in yeah. and we see your name up. I completely agree. And that's why I always say to people going into kind of who's been in theatre, going into any kind of kind of stage production or, or television, always remember who's around you, the crew, the producers. Yeah. Uh, it's not all about the director and the, and the cameramen. Always, because these people are constantly looking and they're constantly working in different fields and oh. they could just, being good to work with. Yeah. Because it's if, massive. If you think about these production crews, they're on a lot of time pressure yeah. for so many months, three months, they're working 16 hours a day. So you've got to be able to, to slot in there. Now, if you come in and all deaverish and demands and I've got this and I can't do that, you've got no chance. You need to be able to be flexible and bend with them. Yeah, well, you've got to in this yeah. industry. Yeah. Because there's it. so many other people. If you're not oh, willing yeah. to bend, yeah. there's somebody knocking oh, on the door. Oh, someone will step ready, ready to bend. So. After Shameless, you got Peaky Blinders. How yeah. amazing. Oh, I love The it, biggest yeah. show in the world. Oh, it was like fabulous. What, wow. Take me through, what was it like, the audition process? Well, first of all, they do the self-tape. So you do the self-tape part, mm -hmm. see if you like the character. And did they send you the character for the self-taping? Yeah, you yep. give me a brief thingy stuff. I had to cry, an awful <sighs> lot crying. 
And how do you find about that? Do you, do you pull on personal experiences? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, it's not something you can fake. Tears. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's how you well up the emotion. Yeah, you have to. You yeah, have, yeah, yeah, have to. So you self-taped. So self-taped, and then they obviously they must have riddled it down to a few and brought me in to meet the director. So it's called a meet and greet with the director. He really liked how me. That's it. It was great. So that that was it. So then I waited. They brought me in, and it was um, it was really good. It was a strange because my scene was with working direct with Gillian Murphy. Amazing. So it was like thinking, I was thinking, oh. There's an array of screaming people now going, oh, he's good, the guy with the eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. So it was great. I and mean, it was quite funny. We had Jason White, who was the stunt coordinator. We had the director, I can't remember his chap's name at the time. I will and find it out and I'll put it. it on the comments. There was me and there was a girl who was playing my daughter. Now it's a funeral scene. So Gillian Murphy's coming up. I'm playing the mother of the Digbeth kid. So he's paying me off at the funeral scene, he's giving me cash. So my daughter's gone over and they were a bit concerned because the way they do filming, they'll film later scenes before. Now he right. had a scratch on his head from this scene when they filmed, but it was on his left hand side. So they're thinking, ah, how's this yeah. gonna happen? So they stood in a huddle, there's me, William Murphy, the director, and they're discussing it around themselves. How are they gonna do it? The stunt guy wants daughter to whack him with the handbag and yeah. he said, that wouldn't happen, I wouldn't accept it, mm -hmm. you know, so the director's okay. So I just put my hand up, excuse me. <laughs> this was a lot of, well actually, why don't, if she drops her handbag, she's got no gloves on, she hands up, scratches him, that's it, they all went, oh, yeah, stunt guy saying, yep, yeah, that will work. The actual director, like, I like the dropping of the handbag, obviously for cinematography side of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Gillian Murphy just laughed and went, you've done this before, obviously in an Irish accent. Oh my God, how exciting for you. And what was going oh. through your body at that time? What was you thinking? Well, at the time I was just thinking, oh, these bloody blokes, they haven't got a clue. <laughs> you know, that was the sort of thing because yeah. you felt you're so you relaxed, you're on the same level, just being introduced, chatting. Anyway, that's what they went with. Oh my God. They that's... went with the whole thing, I thought. So when you're watching that scene, people, just remember that was Pamela's whole yeah. she choreographed it that was her whole idea exactly. oh my god that's amazing so how many episodes did you do um three that's incredible yeah, three yeah and and what did you take from that experience did you being on such a huge production because i mean it's it's world renowned now that uh, oh. peaky blinders well it, it was the fact that one it's great that it's in liverpool yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and did you film in Liverpool? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was local in Liverpool. I mean, I have a bit of an issue with accents, and they said to me because I think we had a thing. So, can you do a Brummie accent? I said, No, but I can do Irish. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was fine on that one. So I that can was okay. speak English. <laughs> <laughs> was it was that. That's it. So I think that's what they concerned with. I tried the Brummie, but it was hopeless. But it was realizing that um, we're all capable. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. all capable. Nothing's beyond us if you if you've got the confidence, if you can try. They they want you to help. They want you to be on. They like yeah. the idea when somebody else. And they took it on yeah. board as well. Oh, they did. They listened. Which which shows what a professional group of people they are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They didn't. They weren't being elitist or oh, like not whatever. At all. They took everything on board. That's amazing. Which runs me in to my next question because you've done a lot of stage and, and you've done a lot of TV. I mean, you did uh, Crimes That Struck, uh, that sh shook Australia. Australia. How was that? That was absolutely Was that before or after Peaky Blinders? Um, actually, I think that might be before around the same time. So she's that busy now, guys. Yeah, I know, I've got that much, I forget. Oh, <laughs> no, it's so terrible. good. I've been looking at your ID, uh, IMDb. Oh, I've yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. And the list. 
There's loads. It's just, I know, but you must be so proud and your family must be so proud. Of oh, yeah, well, it's just, it's just something, as you say, if you're doing something you enjoy and then it's like other work comes from other work, like say with that one, yeah, the, the yeah, parents shook Australia, that, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I didn't get to go to Australia, unfortunately. So where was that filmed? Um, uh, Northwich. Northwich. Yeah, Northwich. And tell us about your character and what you had to do. Well, it was a reenactment of a crime. It's an horrific crime um, in Australia. She's like called the female Hannibal Lecter. And was How, and did you play her? I played her. Mary, oh, nice. Catherine Mary Knight. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. What was her name again? <laughs> Catherine Mary Knight. Catherine Mary Knight. Okay. They're actually supposed to be Hollywood is supposed to be doing a film, so I'm waiting for the call. Well, let's hope to send them your uh, your, your reenactments, definitely. So, so how was it to take on her? as an actress, being this Hannibal Lecter character. Well, that's what the one thing he said in the audition, because obviously you think of this monster type person, yeah. but when we did the audition, how I did was, because they brought some children in, I was quite maternal. You didn't have to eat them, did no, you? No, 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 that's all right. <laughs> uh, it was just, um, she actually, what she did, she stripped the husband, skinned him alive, and then boiled him, and then made nice. it a, a cooked roast dinner and left it out. That oh was my gosh, that, that was the murder. That was, yeah, that was the murder. Oh gosh. But it was, so they've seen that I, I gave a warm approach to her. Oh, nice. So that's something they wanted because they didn't just want like some horrific, which she was, but it was something I I suppose she was keeping it under wraps. So you kind of got the old, you, you, you obviously got the, the, the presence of it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I think that's what it was because they hadn't told me that. It's just when we'd done in the audition again, I went with my own self interpretation, how it would sort of be, not trying to think what they want. I went with my own way and that was more natural and that's what they liked. And I think... Like seeing things that you've done and, and, and with with the things you've done on TV, you are you can adapt to most things, and I think that's incredible of you as an actress. You do take on a role and you take it with both hands, and you can kind of make it your own. Yeah, because that's, that's why I say you have to do. It's like recently I did um, at this workshop with uh, World Productions. I mean, mm -hmm. the big at the moment they've done you know the Bodyguard that's on TV, oh, Line of yeah. Duty. Yeah. So they're really Line really of Duty is incredible. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah. Well, they're now doing the new production for Anne, which is based on Anne Williams on the Hillsborough. Oh right, okay. So we had um, a workshop. I was invited to the workshop. Amazing. Um, it was brilliant, and they had Jenny. She's one of their development assistants. And it was all about recreating emotions. And it, she was really good. What I learned in two hours there, I've not learned in years, I think, it was how to bring different emotions out, you yourself. She gives you some little tips, little clues to help you how to, to focus. And it was really good. And that's what you said, because that's what they said. It's not about when you say cut, you have to repeat what you do. Think, oh, I did that really well, I'll repeat it. No, you recreate it. And that was the significant difference. And it was really good. So. I found I can do different emotions. I can cry, but it's not always important to cry. Sometimes yeah, it's giving grief so out in a different way. Yeah, because everyone grieves differently. I could talk to you for hours. This is it's so interesting, and I know my listeners are going to really, really appreciate the advice as oh. well. Um, would you say, and I, I'm definitely one for this. Would you say, no matter how big or, or or how many productions you've been or how big you get or whatever, it's important to go to these workshops. It's important to keep training. Yeah. No, it, no one's no one's as big that they don't need that they need to stop. Oh, exactly. Because you find some people. I mean, okay, they they get what they call like they have the signature way. You mm -hmm. all have a little signature way, a little of acting. You see particular actors, and you look and you think, okay, he doesn't need to act. They just write for him. Yeah. They'll write for him. Yeah. And that that sort of, of course, thing. Yeah. But to, obviously, to to get to that level. You've still got to work your way up. You've still got to put in the work, the research, looking to see what's what sort of trendy at the moment. You look at the TV programme, yeah. seeing where it's going in different styles and have that and see, 
can that work for me? Can yeah. I do that? Everything's got to be trying to make it what works for you. It's all about yeah. saying, recreating the best that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So, for you who's done both theatre and screen, yeah. what do you prefer? Oh, I, I definitely do prefer the buzz from theatre. Because it's, it's an instant reaction. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. You, you get it. And you live in it at that time. You're just really living. As I say, with I've done comedy and I've done drama and I've done um, like um, mental health type drama, mm -hmm. really deep and dark in yourself and a character. Mm -hmm. So and do you like doing that kind of stuff? I did, yeah. And do you feel like when when you do kind of the more hard hitting stuff, is it harder to leave the character behind after the play? Is it how how do you wind down after doing that hard hitting hard hitting stuff? I have like this little um, little mantra because you've got to get yourself into the zone. Yeah. And like some have it different ways, and some have little quirks and different things. Yeah. And of course, there's the warm ups of the voices and things yeah, like that. Of course, yeah. So I have my own little quirk of getting into the zone. I have to back off from everybody else and think like, okay, character, and I just concentrate on that point. But it's like. The deep and dark, like I one did with Mexico for Grin Theatre. Yeah. I mean, there were so many Which layers to that character. You did an incredible performance by she, you. Oh, it, 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 was, it, was fa it was a fabulous character to do, but it was just so many dark deeps. And you, you wanted to try and get, but because she didn't have the energy, she was sort of still, you had to be able to project that, get that out. Yeah. So it was difficult. So then at the end, to switch off was hard. But it, it, as soon as you get that round of applause, you think, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> You're not mad. So yeah. Then it picks you back out. It snaps. So you still waiting for that? You like being established as you are. You still waiting for that round of pause? As, oh yeah. yeah. It's that acknowledgement from the crowd that yes, they've liked. You've done a good tell. job. Yeah, and that's you, it. You're on the right. Yeah. And you can sometimes tell. And it's like I say with comedy. If you're on a comedy show, you want to hear laughter. If you don't hear laughter, it's panic. With something dark like that, you want to hit. Want it being pristine, no noise. Yeah, no noise to, means yeah. the listening, you grip. And the, and you give them something to think about oh, as yeah, well. Yeah. And comedy, you're a great comedic actress. As, as we've just been speaking about the devil and uh, Satan Mrs. Smith, and Mrs. Yeah. Smith. I keep saying the devil. <laughs> Satan and Mrs. Smith. I saw. I took two of my friends to see that, uh, and I saw uh, you and my friend Dwayne that yeah. that was in it as well. I literally never stopped laughing. You as Mrs. Smith oh. was perfect casting. <laughs> uh, I, well, I don't want to spoil it for people who are going to see it in November, yeah. but it was just... It, do you prefer the comedic side? Well, it is definitely more fun. Because it does it come because it looks like it comes natural to you when you're on stage. You never miss a cue. Well, you never miss. It, you just get into the character, and, and I'm lucky I've had directors who've allowed me to do my interpretation again because yeah. it's worked. If and it that's didn't important. work, yeah, because you try your bit, and if they like it, they'll say, and then they let you go with it. And if they don't, it's sort of like you missed a bit. They say, oh, actually, can you do this? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's, so then it's more natural. But it's like strange because like Mrs. Smith is a late sixties. So it's a character, so working for me to get to a late 60-year-old sort of woman, say, okay, how can I do this? So the guy and the, the mop cap and the character. And did you rehearse in the mop cap? Because I find sometimes, what I've heard, if people are playing characters that are a stretch from themselves, yeah. uh, like age or um, or anything really, they kind of rehearse in the, what they're wearing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that builds the character Definitely. Themselves. Something, even if it's not the whole costume, you don't always, always have a costume, but you have something that's on you that you can remind you that it's yeah, that character. That's a really good technique. Yeah, to that's have. that's it. It's a little just something. It can be small like the cap can happen, the glasses or anything, or just something, even something in your pocket, your hand, you can touch your thing. A lot of times I've used for the recreating, I use a piece of paper. Yeah. It's a piece of paper because it's something in my hand I can use and it helps yeah, me that's so interesting. then feel so it's finding what works for you. But that's yeah, I, I do that one because it wasn't just because someone said to me, um, you you seem to have bent 
and you, you took on a different walk without realising because I just suddenly so I wasn't trying to I just done it automatically that, that's so interesting too because you were you were for that those performances you were Mrs Smith you weren't Pamela yeah. Ashton anymore okay. and that's why it worked so well yeah so would you say comedy is more of a favourable to you or do you like them both equally definitely like both equally because I've done um, I did a really serious drama and it was like an awareness one it was about male suicide I played yeah. the mother of a young lad and, I mean oh yeah. it was it's such a topic for the yeah. moment yeah, yeah. And it was good. I mean, they really liked it. That was they that stage or screen? Stage. 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 Um, they were looking to try and adapt it to theatre in the schools to take it round because it oh, had God, such yeah. an impression. I mean, I did really well. I mean, I got Best Actress at the Leverhulme Festival for that. And it was like, I was, I got a little award. That's amazing. Um, one of many. Oh, hopefully. One hopefully. of many. But it, it was like, not just one, you're doing the character and you're doing it justice because it's such a sensitive subject. It's not all about being drunk. It's making sure you portray it in a natural, sensitive way. You're also raising awareness. So that was something I was really proud of. Not just because I won the award. Yeah. The award was the icing on the cake. It was the fact that I was able to get a good message across. Yeah, I just think that... Well, that's... You're answering the questions before I've even asked oh, them. No, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's, it's really good. As I say, I could talk to you. Yeah. So one of my questions was, what is it that you're most proud of? Is it doing... Like, like you've just said, that you got the most rewards from that personally because it did have a message. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. did, it did. I mean, I say, it took, took a lot out of it because I was on stage for about 40 minutes and I was having to portray grief. But it's not just about crying as grief, there's different types of grief. Mm, and mm. we were doing ups and downs to make it a sensitive, it was all about... That must have took a lot out of you as a person. It did, actually, because we went on for a while because... It's it's out there at the moment. It's not like oh you might have heard some. There's loads of people. I mean, oh, I say gotcha. the statistics was it eighty four males a week commit suicide. Awful. That's it. I mean, it's the biggest cause of single death for males under forty five. It's just so so, so yeah. sad. I, I've I've been recently touched by uh, by by that myself. Um, the end of last year, um, and people think oh that'll never happen to oh, somebody I know. It does. And it does. it does. I'm part of a project called Men Don't Talk oh, yes. for the Grin Theatre yeah. and that's focusing on, um, it's ba it's basically focusing on men do talk, men need to talk yeah. and it's and, and it's 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 giving a raising awareness that these things are happening now. Yeah, it's as you say, it's the single biggest cause of death of males under yeah. 45. Which is just shocking. That is, when you when it's put there, I mean, there was that art project where they had the male, the yeah. 84 men around, I mean, you thought, oh my God, this is in a week. Not in a week. In a week, it's horrific. And to see it in front of you. Yeah. That, to visualise it and like that, it's just, it's just heartbreaking. It, that's it? it, it brings it home. So that was, say, that was the thing, the, the thing I'm, pr I mean, I've been proud with all the things to do, but that was You've the You've had one. so many achievements, but something. Yeah, I, I thought, I, got something across because as I say it was something to do that the actual play they looked at putting it into theatre into school so we've obviously got the message across in a I sensitive manner and, and I hope the hopefully they do it as well yeah that would be things need um, to be so being an actress in the industry mm -hmm. in 2018 for my listeners what are the highs and the lows oh there's loads because because <laughs> there's loads that's a there's whole loads. other podcast isn't it yeah well that's, that's it because it's it's like like anything it's i call it, it's like a roller coaster one minute you're up the next minute you're down because you have to get used to um failure we fail on a daily basis so it's something that i'm used to it doesn't bother me now i'll move on initially i did i'll get like i'd analyze why didn't i get that part then i get the audition then you think oh 
it didn't get the recall, then it got the recall, but it didn't get the part. So it's always something you don't, but you have to get past it and move on. Yeah. That's the thing, because we have it every day, and it's it's like that, that to me was the hardest bit initially. Then you'll find it's like, um, what do I do? Do I stop doing the free work? Uh, because I've got to put myself up there and then you get no work at all because you're not working. Yeah, of course. So it's and then you still want to get, like, you don't, you stop doing the free work, but you want it, but in those kind of lulls where there is no work, because that is yeah. the reality of being an actor, isn't it? Oh, actor, yeah. director, when you're in this kind of industry, don't, I've just been speaking to one of my previous guests, don't do it for the fame and the money. No. Because it's very rare. You don't you do get, it for the money. <laughs> yeah, it's very rare you get the fame and the money. Yeah. First and foremost, do it because you love it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what you need to think about, isn't it? It's your it? passion. It's, it's your passion. It's your passion. Because yeah. they are, they are a lot of times, a, a lot of actor friends, uh, we, we do spend out of work. Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah. So, so doing that free work enables us to showcase our talents. Yeah, and, get, and, get and you never there. know who's looking. You never know. That's it, and it's good. And as I say, it gives you time to experiment, to try different characters, yeah. different things, so yeah. you get something back from it. I know it's the old thing; it's show real footage, but half the time you can't get hold of the show real footage. That's another one of the lows. A different one. It's going. Oh no, we've got to put it out in festivals, and then by the time it comes through, it's two years old. So then, really, it's not too good to go on your show real. There's yeah. some. They are the lows that way. You do have to chase it. And then, if, and then the pay as well, unless you're part of equity. Yeah. which is the double-edged sword itself because I think it's a lot easier to get into equity now but back in the yeah. day yeah. you had to have credits to get into equity and then you, uh, uh, and then you couldn't get some jobs without being into equity well, that, but I think it's a lot easier now to, it is easier but it, you still need the credits you still need yeah, the credits yeah. it is that vicious circle sort of needs you have to get some professional credits to get on unless you've come out from um, a proper school, training, yeah. drama school type thing then you get in as a student come through and would you recommend being on equity? Oh yes, I, I have the equity. I also have made up carrying my equity card. I mean, one the one of the good protection. Yeah, it's a protection. You've got the insurance, and it covers you travelling, and it even covers you travelling to non-paid work. Yeah, that's it. So it covers yeah, exactly. you for that. Yeah. So yeah. you've got that insurance. You've got that insurance. There. So you've got yeah. that. Yeah. Um, spotlight. What's your opinion? Well, you see, spotlight. You have to be on it. That, you have that's, to be. You have to be to get an agent. Mm -hmm. And to get the thing, the agent. That's it. There's a lot like. A lot of people aren't using this one called Casting Pro and all different oh, ones, yeah, yeah. which is more northern, because Spotlight does tend to be southern-based. Mm -hmm. uh, but you do need to have Spotlight to be with an agent. That's the snag. Yeah, now. and that's the thing. People are like, oh, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. But to get a proper agent and, to, yeah. uh, and, and these casting directors who are directing for the big TV shows... And the big and the big movies and even a lot of the big plays as well in London. Oh yeah. The first thing they say to you is send us your spotlight. Oh yeah, too. And if you say you've got none, they won't even look at you. No, they won't look. If, so that's the reality. You yeah. Have, you it, have to be on it. It's it's just been straight away. The odd time they might look for if they need someone specific and they've yeah. gone off spotlight because it's not the norm. They need someone very unusual who has an unusual skill. Then that can happen, but that's not the norm. As you say, to be on it, really, you do. So yeah, so th that's the thing. So you ha you have to be on it. People say, oh my god, there's hundreds of thousands of people on there, mm -hmm. but yeah. you have to be on it. Otherwise, yeah. a lot of these big big wigs won't even look at you. They won't even look at you. That's it. Okay, we're gonna short take a short. Oh, we're gonna short. We're gonna take a short break, and after uh, this little break, we're gonna be speaking a little bit more uh, about the industry with Pamela Ashton and playing a little game. Ooh. We'll be back after this short interlude. <laughs>
welcome back. We're back with Pamela Ashton. Thank Hi. you. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for coming back. So, Pamela, just before the break, we we're talking about the industry. Um, how how do you feel? Do you feel it's important for people in the industry who who are in university now or going to these acting classes and going to these workshops? How important do you think it is for people to create their own work? Oh, it's very important. You have to because you think of the, how much competition you're in. There's that many people. You think every university they have a drama department and that they're, every year they're coming out. Mm -hmm. People in previous, people who are coming in like me who haven't had any formal training, yeah. workshops, all the different ones. So there's a huge amount of competition. So you've got to keep yourself fresh. You've also got to keep yourself updated and also in with what's going on. See, if you sit back and think, well, I've done all my professional training, done all the things, so they'll come to me, but that doesn't happen. Doesn't happen, because no. there's so many people. There's yeah. so many, you've got to make your own opportunities. Even simple things like just adding to your skills. Yeah. You've got a different skill list. You can just think, right, okay, I've did all the acting classes, you know, I can't do any more on that side of things. Try a different workshop. Recreating emotions is a good one. Or even just learning skills, horse riding, something yeah, random or, or, like that. Or body combat. Yeah. Or things like that. Because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of call for that, yeah. which I've been to auditions, and there's and it's it's not been on the sides or anything that they've sent, yeah. and they've gone. Can anyone do physical theatre, or can anyone do yeah. stage combat? And if you can, stay behind. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? And then, and then if, you, if, the, if that's something you can do, amazing. It's just another skill. Well, that's it. It's another skill. It gives you another... Um, like, this dancing, you don't have to do things that's paid. There's certain things you can go up there and try and learn that isn't paid. Obviously, everyone's on a different budget. Yeah. So it's learning to... So it's just keeping everything fresh. It's looking to yourself that what I need to do is promoting yourself as well. That's it. And keeping in contact with your agent. If you haven't got a particular agent, there's one you're looking for. You know, they're saying to email them not all the time but send them a little email and type oh you've got to stuff. yeah that's it that's it <laughs> a gentle reminder hello just a little reminder quick something short and night and hopefully something like that can yeah. work this i mean I, I, people have said different ones from different casting directors then um, the recently a friend of mine got cast because he retweeted something he said at right time and the guy had come back and he just thought it was something about not getting casting because he wasn't with this particular agents who couldn't get this job and he turned around retweeted something and the guy retweeted back and said okay come in for a casting on such and such a day I mean so it's, it's those little things you don't the, know what can happen you by putting know. yourself out there yeah and again like if you've got on just because you 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 put you, you you're saying right I'm an actor now there's there's not nothing to stop you trying writing yeah making your own show or producing or keeping your hand in that way yeah. Or, or even, I mean, when work's been slow for me, uh, I mean, I started this podcast. Yeah. I started this podcast, and this has opened so many avenues for me. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've ushered in theatres and seen to see what was going on, and then I've kind of got a job by going in that way. Oh, you've, exactly. You've got to get yourself out there and create yeah. your own work Be and your own opportunities. involved in the creative industry, as you say, it's different ways, helping out. As you say, you come in and different things, you help out. And someone thinks, oh, Pam was very good the other day. She helped us out. We needed someone to hold the, the boomstick. And yeah. they volunteered. Thought, oh, okay, then no one do it. I, I, People I, I, remember you. Yeah, I've actually come in. I know um, by speaking to you uh, as a friend, you, um, you're you so good at picking, or, or, or if someone rings you and says, we need an actress, you've got a thousand lines. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a thousand lines and you've got two days. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you do that? How, how, what's your learning line process? 
Well, yeah, I break it down into different segments and then it's just keep going over and over and over and over it. So repetition yeah, for you? Yeah, repetition. Because a lot of people write them down. Do, do you, um, so do, what do you do? You just read them over and over again? Yeah, 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 that's it. And then I'll just say it out. I can be doing the housework or something like that and I'm doing my lines. And then what do you do about your cues? Well, that's where the cues, where the rehearsal bits comes in because what can happen is you're doing it at a different tempo to the other person. 100%. So that's the other thing is we've got to make sure it comes in to be able to tone that. And what you'll know as well is sometimes um, when you're learning your cues at home and you're learning them off script, yeah. sometimes the actor that you're playing against have changed the cues slightly. Yeah. So you're there waiting and they, they might have changed a word yeah. and you're like, that wasn't in the queue. <laughs> and it throws you. Oh, yeah, um, yeah I, th I think that's important. I think it's a lot of my listeners are those commenting saying, how do you learn lines? How do you learn lines? And things like that. So yours is repetition and you find yeah. that beneficial for yourself. Oh, and it's got easy and easier. It's quite surprising. At first when I had I thought, oh, if you'd give me one sheet, I thought, oh, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And then it's all that thing. I can't do it, but you can. Just break it down to smaller yeah. segments, learn that bit, then add that bit, then add that bit. I'm going to say, which is probably going to do a detriment to me. As I've got older, it's become a bit harder. Well, they say that because the, there's talk now in theatre, in, in the National Theatre, of actually having auto cues put yeah. in place and the lot they're looking to do that because we've got little older actors. Yeah. Well, I went to see a production of um, The Inheritance mm -hmm. with Vanessa Redgrave in oh, right. July. Um, and incredible. Yeah. It was in, I mean, it was a seven and a half hour play. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you go in the morning, um, you go at 11.15, mm -hmm. you watch the first three hours, oh, right. then you have like a two and a half hour break and you go in. Um, she was the, the star of it, yeah. although she was only on for 10 minutes at the end. Yeah. Um, but, I th but I've got a feeling she was being fed her lines. I could tell. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the audience, I mean, only I could, because there was slight delay in everything she was saying. Well, that's it. They will have learned a certain way how to deal with it, to pause, to slow things down. That's right. Sometimes if you can forget your lines and sometimes... So oh, which does it happen. Down. Oh, it does. Anything can throw you suddenly a quick blank and think, oh, shit, what's that line? Oh, anything. You just learn to then to pause, to slow, to do a smile as if like, I meant to do this. And, and then pick it up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and and from that, with, with, with uh, forgetting lines and things like that, because let's be honest, it happens to, oh, every, yes. it happens to everybody. How important, I, I definitely feel this is, is relying on your other actors you're all in this together yeah so helping each other out yeah. on stage that's why I, when i direct a show or i'm in a show i'm always saying um let's help if, if you can see the other actors struggling yeah. or whatever because it can happen to the best oh, of it us does, does, it, does, it doesn't yeah. matter who yeah. whether you're daniel day lewis oh, yeah. or whether you're anybody it happens to everybody yeah. um, and I think um, and having that confidence in your other actors on stage yeah. uh, and your director I do, I do think helps you out a lot um, what have you got coming up where, where can people see you next right well Satan and Mrs Smith that's back on at the Casa that's uh, on the 1st of November yes I think we're doing one in Manchester as well and is it a full the same cast it's the same cast so amazing so, so you've got Phil Perez you've got um, Jenny Cartwright Jenny who Cartwright. is incredible talent so funny brilliant you've got, accent yeah oh my oh my god her <laughs> accent was so good you've got Dwayne Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Williams yeah. um, who um, plays an array of characters and then you and Mrs. Jay, Mrs. Jay Mrs. as well Jay. oh and I yeah. love Jay. Jay I love it yeah. I'm working with Jay 
on Men Don't Talk. Oh, he's brilliant. He, he's brilliant. So you've got that coming up. That's in November, and there's another date, did you say? In yeah, November? on the... Um, that's the 2nd of November is the one in Manchester, Salford Arms. So we've got a Manchester one as well. So it's mini tour. A mini tour. <laughs> and then what was the date for the one at the... The cast is the 1st of November. So you, so you go straight from Manchester back to the... Yeah, yeah. That's Do you know what? It'll keep it fresh and interesting. Oh, it does. For it you. does. It, that's that's the good thing about it. And because there's been a bit of a time frame in between the original performance yeah. and where you have rehearsals in between, another little refresher. Well, we they brought in a director. We didn't have a director for the last one. It oh, was the right. writer, um, Jamie. He actually directed, and plus he left us to our own devices. Yeah. So he's got um, professional directors come on board now. Fantastic. So we're going to see, and then he's tweaked the the script a little bit because the first part was obviously bits he he, he wanted to change. Yeah. So we have that. It's kept most of it. It's just a few tweaks. And how's that interesting for you as an actress, um, going into a production with it being tweaked? Well, that's it, because it's a bit nervous because of a director, because we've had we've done it our own way. So obviously, hopefully, his envision is similar to mine. Has he seen the show? <laughs> I don't think he has. Oh, that's going to be yeah. so... Oh, well, I'm definitely going to come and see it again, oh, just to see yeah. just to see how, how it's been changed and tweaked, because yeah. it was so good. It was yeah. so good. What else have you got coming up? Um, I'm doing the Gallows Eve with uh, St George's Hall, which is the love history. We do that quite regularly. Amazing. So that's good. That's from the 27th to the 31st of October. So it's, everything happens all at once. Yeah, <laughs> as it does. Yeah. That's it. So I do love horror. I love horror. It's quite do you? Fun. Is that what you like? Yeah. So what does that entail, that role? Well, it's like um, it's like a scare thing around St George's Hall, but we call it like intelligent horror. Yeah. And um, they do sort of reenactments of. Last year we did reenactments of certain movies. Oh and God. screen and different things like along that line again say in beautiful St George's Hall in yeah. all the is it like a walk through yeah it's immersive oh God, theater. so it's it's great it's not like the scare thing that you have like at Farmageddon and stuff like that um but this year the theme is, is all towards vampires so it's again it's you have some scares and we do have some character because I can't resist sorry <laughs> no no so when's that one again that's the 27th of October through to the 31st of October oh fantastic so that's any, anything else we've got coming up I've got a couple of TV programs um, on the program, Anne, but I can't really say much about that at the moment. The one about Ooh, Anne. Watch years. this space. Yeah, so that, that's good. That's so good. Yeah, so I've got that, and then um, I get a couple of short comedies as well. You just never stop. And do you know what? Rightly so, because I know I keep saying it, but you are an incredible talent, oh. and everything you do, you make your own, and you enhance the production. And oh. I, I mean that. I merely do mean that. Okay, to finish up, I'm going to play. The game. Ooh. I know. <laughs> Everyone gets scared. Everyone gets scared of the games. Oh no, not theatre games. Okay, so we're gonna do a game, and the game is any production, theatre, movie, or any other, mm-hmm. any cast. Right. Well, I always my favourite thing I loved was um, Bugsy Malone. That's what I wanted to get to theatre oh with my the kids. God. Really? Yeah. That was when I seen that as a kid. That's what I wanted to do. So, I would love to see different interpretations with kids. Just doing the films, that type of yeah. thing. So, so like, so the film, the original film was kids, wasn't it? Like yeah. Jodie Foster yeah, yeah. and it was, everything it was like that. Fabulous. And when I seen that, that thought, right, that's where I want. Did to you be. want to be Tallulah? Oh yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be Tallulah. Everybody wants to be Tallulah. Oh my god, I'm singing the song in, oh, my, god, in my head now. I loved yeah. it, and that's because we did go to see it a few years ago in London. So, so think of someone famous. Who would you cast in that? Oh, well, that's for me because if it's the kids. I'd go for rather than anyone famous. I'd like to give some um, school production kids because I've seen 
I some school really productions. Yeah, I think that's really, yeah. I, I've recently um, seen some school productions that are really top notch. Oh, they're amazing. The, the, they're the amazing. quality and oh, the yeah. effort they put into was brilliant because, um, again, recently I went to see uh, the Royal Shakespeare in Stratford upon Avon and it was, was Romeo and Juliet. Actually, no. Really? That's. I'm sorry, I thought it was awful. <gasps> I and why is that? I don't know, there was no energy, no passion. Oh. Um, it just was quite... That's to show you. Well, that's it, they built it up and I thought, God, you know, I've watched school productions that are better. And I was quite disappointed and gutted. I thought, this is the Royal Shakespeare in Stratford-upon-Avon. And yet, these actors, they just, they, they were just bland. Yeah, like they've been, like, like they're just doing, going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. not. A, I think there was a couple who, who could it? deliver. I mean, obviously Shakespeare is difficult mm. to deliver, and having the voice, there was a couple that, but others didn't. I know they tried to mix it, give it a modern interpretation, but there was no, there was no energy from. I think there was one yeah. or two had energy, and the rest didn't. Yeah, so, and then you go to a local one, and local they've got the full of beans. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's like wow. And not only that as well, but I've noticed with these school productions, I went to see. Um, my partner's niece a few years ago the sets and yeah. the costumes yeah it's just unbelievable yeah they really they, put the whole effort into it yeah and yeah, that yeah. that's what you want going to theater is you want people one looking like they're having a good time two they put the effort in they've not just thought well we're in this fabulous um theater space and that's it and we're doing shakespeare so everyone should like it because it was really disappointing can i just say i think someone's moving a chair in the background <laughs> yeah it's and, not me passing <laughs> and that's what <laughs> in a different room and some and that's what we can hear somebody move in a chair um pamela yeah you've been an amazing guest oh thank you uh thank you so much for coming on where can people find you at social media oh right yeah because um i'm on facebook so i do facebook pamela ashton and also i'm, I'm on instagram as well so but i'm not very good at techie stuff <laughs> are you is it pamela ashton on instagram yeah i think if you put it up because it's p ashto 23 so I don't know if you Google, I don't know how you do it, you see. Well, what I'll do is I will find all the links and oh, I'll great. put them all on my oh, Showtime with Dan yeah, page. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'd love to have you on again when you've got something coming oh, up yeah. to discuss it all. You've been a fantastic guest. As I, as I say, I could talk to you for hours. Oh, I've loved it. And, and, it's, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Oh, so yeah. thank you once again for appearing on Showtime with Dan. A round of applause. Oh, thank you, Dan. Pleasure. Um.